I wanted to laugh, to sing, to shout. At last, there was something that belonged wholly and completely to me. Good, said Bagra, squinting in the sunlight. Now we work. Welcome to Two Mourners, One Book Club. I'm Em. And I'm Jordy. And today, we are going to get started with chapter 11. Woohoo! I'm sorry, you read that quote and I, <laughs> I was thinking, shout. <laughs> See, I was thinking, I want to scream and shout and let it out. My black eyed peas. <laughs> I almost read it like that. I had to really rein it in. So if y'all have not realized, the beginning of every episode starts with a quote from one of the chapters that we are discussing um, that day. And I think as we continue, they're probably going to get a little more ridiculous. Um, maybe. Or at least we'll, we'll, um, relate it back to something ridiculous. So that's something y'all can look forward to. Yeah. But anyway, today we start off with chapter 11. And so just as a reminder, chapter 10 ended off, um, where we realized, um, Alina, our main character has been writing to Mal every week, but hasn't heard anything back. And so she's like, I miss him. Obviously he didn't really care about me. Um, Mm -hmm. but like, not really. She starts, like, reevaluating her whole life. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it was just more important to me than it was to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, chapter 11 starts, and Alina is like, I don't think that things can get much worse. Like, training is already going really bad. I'm not improving. But then she sees Zoya. Um, <laughs> it can get worse. <laughs> it, in fact, can. Um, and so, as a reminder, Zoya was the Grisha who kind of flirted with Mal before they realized Alina was a Grisha. Um, and she's described as beautiful. Um, I think she has blue eyes. Mm-hmm. She and, has, like, dark blue eyes. Yeah. Um, and raven hair, and she's just, like, gorgeous. Um, and so Alina's like, oh, there's Zoya. Um, <laughs> and Maria, Marie describes her as snobby um, while Alina, Marie, and Nadia are talking. And then Zoya comes over, and they greet each other. Marie, Nadia, and Zoya give fake greetings, mm-hmm. like, fakey hugs, which, like, ick. But then... Zoya hugs Alina, and she's like, you stink of Karamzin, which shocks Alina. this is what Alina. happened in the show mm-hmm. earlier. So, um, in the show, Zoya is at the demonstration with the king, but she's not in the books, and this is when she tells Alina that she stinks of Karamzin, and Alina's like, literally, what did I do to you? Mm-hmm. Um, so, they're like, eh, not off to a great start. Um, and then at combat training with Botkin, their teacher, um, he kisses Zoya on the cheek because, he, uh, she is her, his favorite student. Um, and of course he has Zoya spar with Alina. Because of course. Mm-hmm. And Alina, um, they start sparring and Alina's surprised that she's kind of holding her own a little bit. Um, she evades Zoya's first punch, um, and then manage, manages to trip Zoya. But then Zoya uses her powers and literally throws Alina into a wall. Um, so Zoya is a summoner. She can summon the wind. Um, and so she uses that to literally throw her against a wall and mm-hmm. Alina knocks out. She eats her. <laughs> That's one way to put it, yes. She does. Uh-huh. Um, and so in the show, when this is kind of where Alina's combat training starts... Um, and Botkin's like, do you have any training? And Alina's like, a little. Um, and we flash back to a 30 second clip of Mal showing her how to punch without breaking her hand. So like, not really any training. No. 
Um, but same thing happens in the show, except Alina doesn't pass out. She just kind of throws her against the wall, which still not great. Yeah. Um, so once, um, back to the book where, um, Zoya throws Alina against the wall, she passes out. Um, and before she really like passes out, she knows that Botkin is like yelling at Zoya, like, why would you do that? Um, she wakes up in the infirmary with Marie and Nadia by her side, telling Alina that she broke a rib and that Zoya is in big trouble with the Darkling. Um, so we kind of find out that Zoya is the Darkling, was the Darkling's yeah. favorite before Alina. She so. was number like on the top spot of the dance mm-hmm. pyramid, <laughs> and now she's not anymore. She was Maddie, and now she's Chloe. <laughs> if you know Dance Mom, if you know, all. you know. Um, which. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So Alina's like, why is Zoya so mean? And they explain that she is jealous and that she was the Darkling's favorite before Alina came along. So we're kind of going back to that power struggle between all Grisha that an environment that the Darkling definitely isn't doing anything to combat. No. Um, And so Alina has such a cognitive dissonance in this. Like, Mm -hmm. wow, he's so nice and down to earth and just like other people while she's like, actively suffering at the culture that he created yes like but she doesn't realize she's she's just not able to connect those dots it's like the environment that he created it's like trickling down to the experiences that she's having but she's only seen based on the interactions the Mm -hmm. direct interactions that she has with him yeah so like trickle down economics except (laughs) you know so it's like trickle down economics but you were talking directly to president reagan (laughs) yeah. <laughs> I think I follow that metaphor. I was Your a political simile. science major, um, and I hope that that was correct, because otherwise my degree should be taken away from me. Um. Sure, I think it was correct. <laughs> yeah. I have a poetry um, minor. I have no say. <laughs> so, um, Nadia and Marie leave, um, and Alina falls asleep and wakes up when it's dark, and so she kind of gets up, gets some water, and opens the window and the Aphrod literally... Can you imagine? Ugh, is, he literally appears outside the window, which is like, what That's in a horror the movie world? Like, stuff. ick, 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 ick. This is where my fight or flight would kick in, and I would be, I would fight, and I would punch him in the face. Like, I know Lena's had a hard day, but oh my gosh. Just, um, But he just, like, appears and asks how she is, which, like, just go in. Just go inside the infirmary and ask. Just ask. And he insists that she must stay healthy. Um, and insinuates that she's powerful enough, um, that her powers are strong enough to kind of take down the king and the Darkling. Mm-hmm. She's like, what are you talking about? And he also says that the villagers um, and peasants are in the town are erecting altars to her as a saint. Mm-hmm. So it's... You can also kind of tell based on what happened in the last few chapters, because he kind of like akin her to being a saint in the future, mm-hmm. that he probably has something to do with this, that he's telling the peasants he's and been the villagers and yeah. pushing mm-hmm, that she could be a saint. And again, kind of using her for his own agenda, similar to what the Darkling is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so after he does that, he literally reaches for Alina and she's startled and steps back, <laughs> which like yes um but she knocks over her water um which causes some healers to come into the room and then the apparat disappears without a trace like poof 
gone. Um, he, like, David Copperfielded out of there. Um, <laughs> he was trying to be David Copperfield, but didn't get to that point. Jordan! He was. He's so creepy. It's very... Ugh, he's so creepy. And I will say, in the show, the actor who plays the Adorat does a really good job mm-hmm. of being creepy. Not that the actor himself is creepy. No. But he does a good job of portraying He that. understood the assignment. Mm-hmm. And so, um, in the morning, like, Alina tries to go back to sleep. I don't know if she actually does. Um, but then in the morning, Jenya visits her, um, and insists that she shouldn't worry about the apparat. Like, she's like, he's weird, but like harmless. Um, and encourage, but does encourage Alina to go back to her room. Um, once back in Alina's room, Jenya asks Alina, um, if she can fix the dark circles under her eyes. So she probably didn't get much sleep. Um, but Alina refuses. And she's like, I, no, I don't need that. That's fine. And then Jenya asks, um, or Alina asks Jenya if she can track down Mal, mm-hmm. um, with the people that she knows in the Grand Palace. Um, they know that he's not dead because he's not on any casualty list, but she, Alina's like, he hasn't written me back. Like, I don't know where he is. Can you find out where he is? Mm-hmm. Um, and Jenya is like, I won't unless you let me fix the dark circles under your eyes. And so Alina's like, okay, fine. Like, small price to pay for, right. for what she's looking for. Um, and then Alina looks at herself in the mirror and says, she doesn't look like a Grisha. Like, she looks better, um, without the dark circles under her eyes. But she's like, I look weak. Um, I don't look like a Grisha. Like, all the Grisha look powerful and beautiful and just, like, glowing. She's like, I Mm -hmm. don't look like that. I'm not a Grisha. So. Yeah. She's still, this is, like, the reckoning phase Mm -hmm. where she's still just, like, she can't deny that she has this power and this status and ability but it just doesn't feel real. And she's still, like, so othered yeah. by everyone. So moving on to chapter 12. Um, at breakfast, Zoya is there, but she just, like, ignores Alina. And Alina's like, you know what? That's fine. Um, we mm-hmm. don't need to deal. I'm, we're not going to have a conversation. We're just going to avoid. Um, and then Alina goes to Bagra's hut. Um, and she's going to go in. But then she hears angry voices. There's people fighting. Um, and Alina, the girls are fighting. <laughs> and Alina knocks and lets herself in. Um, but then she sees the Darkling is there, and so she like tries to leave. She's like, oh, my bad. She's like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Um, and the Darkling is clearly like really upset. But Bagra's like, no, 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 come in. Like we have a lesson. Um, and Alina tells the Darkling, she's like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, and then the Darkling tells Bagra, he's like, leave Alina alone, which like. Huh, interesting power dynamic. Like, that's yeah. Because weird. she is basically like, you're not the boss of me, mm-hmm. which he is. He literally is. Like, <laughs> um, looking at the org chart, like, in the hierarchy, yeah. he's number one. <laughs> um, but he's like, leave her alone. And Bag was like, you would like that, wouldn't you? Um, mm-hmm. It's like, huh, interesting, interesting. And they argue for a minute. Um, and then, like, the Darkling... Um, Did he leave? Yeah. Well, first... He, um, let me see. Because I, I bookmarked this little piece here. Yeah, so before he leaves, he's, she reveals that he's wanting to get Alina an amplifier. Oh, yeah. Um, so, there, da, 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 da. um, they argue and then Bagger calls the Darkling that boy. Um, she's like, that boy wants to get Alina an amplifier. <laughs> Is that boy? <laughs> Did you ever see that meme? It was the frog on a unicycle. No. You were looking at me like I'm crazy. Oh my gosh. It's that boy. And 
people would send that boy and be like, oh, shoot, what up? I gotta show you that boy. Uh, but she dat boys him, basically. Yeah. Which, Aline... <laughs> okay, yes. Um, <laughs> um, so, Bagger calls the Darkling that boy. Um, and Aline's like, you can't really do that. Um, but she does mm-hmm. anyway. Um, that she says that he wants to get Alina an amplifier. And Alina's like, oh my gosh, like, good, because I'm not progressing. Um, and she's excited. And Bagger's like, no, absolutely not. Um, and then the Darkling asks Alina if she's ever heard of Morozova's herd. Um, and this is kind of like um, a, a legend, a mm-hmm. tale it's that like has folklore. been told. There we go. That's yeah. the word. Um, of like a magic deer. Um, but Bagra is like, oh, um, the deer are fairy tales. Like it's not real. And then the Darkling takes Alina outside to speak in private. Um and then they're kind of, like, talking, and Alina tells the Darkling that Anna Kuya, who is the mm-hmm. woman who ran the orphanage, um, told them about the deer, like, told them stories, and she said that they're magical, they're white, and they appear at twilight, and can grant wishes if a hunter catches one and spares its life. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Darkling's kind of like, mm, that's not really it, but um, they are, like, the most powerful amplifier mm-hmm. um, that uh, Agrisha can get. Um, he says that his team has, like, never seen the creatures. They've never even seen signs of them. Mm-hmm. Then he taps Alina's collarbone um, <gasps> and says that if they can kill Morozova stag, then Alina can have a necklace. So I don't know if we mentioned this um, as far as the amplifiers go. So it's usually an animal um, mm-hmm. that Agrisha kills, um, and then a part of that animal becomes a part of the Grisha. Mm-hmm. Um and that is their amplifier. So, you know, they have an amplifier. So, yeah. um, the deer's antlers would become a, a necklace around Alina's neck. Um, and yeah. that would be the amplifier. Like, in Dungeon & Dragons terms, it's like a plus five on top of all your attacks. That means nothing. Basically. Me. Dungeons & Dragons. But it, it'll track. It'll okay. track. Okay, cool. And um, it's mostly as jewelry. Oh, interesting. Yes. The amplifiers. Yes, they are. Um, but also, like kind of weird you know he just like taps her collarbone he's like you could have a necklace mm-hmm. which like go to tiffany's my dude i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> he went to jared maybe yeah but... so like either she she can have the most powerful power oh. a real good <laughs> amplifier <laughs> yeah the most powerful amplifier ever or she can have a tiffany's necklace which I know which one I'd choose. I also and know. Spoiler, it starts with a T and ends with an <laughs> Iphany. Uh, last year, when I was on my work trip, I went to Tiffany's and bought myself a necklace. There you go. And I was so happy. And then I saw my credit card statement and I was like, hmm. <laughs> perhaps less happy. It's worth uh, it, though, honestly. It was. I still have it. I like it. But That's what uh, my Tiffany necklace versus uh, an antler necklace, it's a toss up. It's a toss yeah. up. You know? It, it feels, yeah. And, you know, if if Ben Barnes was like, I'm going to give you See, an antler necklace. it depends on the giver. It really does. If Ben Barnes was like, I'm going to give you an antler necklace, I'd be like, yeah. If the Darkling was Lego. like, I'm going to give you an am- antler necklace, I'd be like, mm, I'd be like, doesn't this Tiffany's... violate your restraining order? <laughs> you can ship a Tiffany's necklace to me. Yes. Here are your options. Yeah. Um, but For interacting with me. Yes. Depends on the person. But right now, not great. Um... And the Darkling tells Alina that she is going to need the most powerful amplifier mm-hmm. if she's going to destroy the fold. 
Because um, we haven't pulled that one yet. Yeah. In a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's putting all his hope on her. He's like, oh, you can do this. You can do this. You're only hope, Obi-Wan. Um, <laughs> I said that in the last, in the first episode, too. It's going to come up a lot. It is. Um, but we didn't mention the last episode, so it's been five chapters since he has kind of insinuated That's true. that she's So it was time. He was like, hmm, mm-hmm. let's make sure this one, this old chestnut still works. Just, just a reminder to her. Um, and then Alina, like, asks a question about the amplifiers, and the Darthling kind of, like, jokes at, like, jokes at the question, and she's kind of embarrassed because she doesn't quite understand. He's like, Mm -hmm. you should know this information, but she doesn't because she literally just got there. Yes. She's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to know that. Like, there's a lot of theory that she has to get through in her, in her lessons, and, like, right now... She can't even summon a sunbeam, so she doesn't know how she's supposed to destroy the fold. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Darkling's like, don't worry, I'm not worried, like, it's fine. And he tells her that the stag is meant for her, mm-hmm. and that he needs Alina to trust him on this. Mm-hmm. Which, I understand why she does. Um, but having yeah. read the whole book... Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, let's see, I lost my spot in my notes. Um, uh, oh, and then he tells her this is in the show as well Mm -hmm. and is a very important part. He's like, we're going to change the world. Um, Mm -hmm. that was more of an Australian accent. (laughs) It was. It was. (laughs) I try. It was not bad though. They're going to get worse as, as this goes on, but, (laughs) um, he tells them they're going to change the world. Um, but he also tells her to keep Morozov as a stag, a secret, which Mm -hmm. red flag we should the have like reddest we should like have a sting yeah. yeah like red flag. a red flag sting um and so she's like yeah okay um and then alina goes back to bagra's hut and bagra notices her blushing and bagra's kind of like oh mm-hmm. my gosh like Ugh. girl do you even know what you're getting yourself into which she doesn't but bagra no. does but bagra doesn't warn her so no and i mean we'll see why bagra doesn't yeah but it's still frustrating so, the first chance that Alina gets, she goes to the library to research Morozova's herd and amplifiers, because, um, like, clearly what she's been told isn't the full story, and mm-hmm. it, what she's t- has been told is more of the legend of it than the actual reality like that's possible. Yeah. Um, and so she doesn't find a ton about the deer, but she does find out a lot about amplifiers, and she finds out that Grisha can only have one. Um... And, uh, she's like, that's kind of weird that they can only have one, but it's more of, like, a check on Grisha power. So, like, Mm -hmm. if one Grisha went out and got ten amplifiers, like, they would have too much power. So it's like a checks and balances system. Yeah. The Um, the entire cosmology is very much checks and balances. mm -hmm. And, like, it's kind of implied that, like, the fold exists because Mm -hmm. it's an imbalance to an action that was taken. Because a the black heretic, Agrisha, got too greedy with his power, wanted more power, and because of that, the fold was created. That was the reaction. Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't find out a ton, but she finds out more about amplifiers. This is also the first mention of Ilya Mortsova. Oh, yeah. And he's really important. Um, right now, he is one of the first and most powerful Grisha, and he wrote down a lot of what he did. And that's all you need to know for now. But he's not going away. But Ilya Morozova, as in Morozova's herd, mm-hmm. so we'll come to it later. So fast forward to winter, Alina still can't summon anything. She isn't hungry. 
Um, she's like not really eating. She's slightly less miserable because she thinks that she can trust the Darkling. Or she does trust the Darkling. Um, so she's like, well, at least I have that. But nothing else is really going her way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she is still doing her training. And Abagra, Bagra is like, you're not trying. Um, she's like, you, you're, you have got, you've not progressed. You're not trying. Like, you need to do this. Um, and Alina is just kind of tired of failing. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoya's still ignoring her, um, which is probably a good thing. Um, and then she's still feels, Alina still feels like a failure who doesn't belong. Um, she feels like a fraud when she receives, um, her, like, wool kefta for the winter. She's like, mm-hmm. I really haven't earned this. Like, it's not, it's. I, I shouldn't I shouldn't be here like she still kind of has that like imposter syndrome yeah. thing going on she's like even though I'm the only one who can summon the sun like I can't really do it and I'm failing and that's the only thing I need to do like the entire future of the country is dependent on me and it's not working yeah so tough <laughs> <laughs> um just pull yourself up by your bootstraps <laughs> nobody wants to work don't know why <laughs> you're struggling so much with this alina um so um later alina is walking into bagra's hut um and a servant appears and gives her a note uh and it's Jenya's update on mal so remember in the last chapter that um alina asked Jenya to look in on mal and we find out that he's in Sibaya. Sibaya? He's in a uh, Chernost. Oh. Well, I was incorrect. That's okay. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, in but that's part of Yeah, Sibaya. okay. Yeah. Um, so he's in the town Chernost, yes. um, which is in the country Sibaya. Spelled yes. T-S-I-B-E-Y-A. Kind of like Siberia. Yeah. Honestly. Cold. Um, and he's over there. He's fine. Um, so Alina can write to his, his regiment. And Alina's like, why do you mean I can write to his regiment? She's like, I've, I've been writing. I've she's, been. She's really hurt. She's like, he's been getting my letters. Like, I've been For writing months. to his regiment. Like, he hasn't responded to a single one of my letters. And she's wondering, she's like, has he even opened the letters? Like, mm-hmm. am I embarrassing him by continuing to write? Like, he hasn't, he hasn't reciprocated it. She thinks that their entire relationship has kind of been built. It was more meaningful to her. Than it was to yeah. him. She's thinking she built up all the moments between them in her head. Mm-hmm. And now that she's gone, that he's, like, relieved. Which is heartbreaking. It is. Um, and so she's crumples the letter um, and, like, throws it. Um, and she wants to forget Mal and forget Karamzin. Um, she's like, obviously all of this was made up in my head. And I've been worrying about it for no reason. Cause obviously he's not worried about me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I don't want to deal with this. And so she goes into Bagra's hut and when she, um, goes in, she kind of like slams the door and sits down in front of Bagra and Bagra's like, Oh, what are you so angry about? Like, ha ha ha. Um, and, uh, do, do, um, sorry, I lost my place. Um, Oh, Bagra's like, oh, are you tired for waiting for your magic deer? (laughs) (laughs) She really is just being so mean to her. Which she's pushing her to, like, in order to kind of provoke her to use her Mm -hmm. powers. But Bagra's literally like, why are you angry? Oh, where's the deer? Go get your deer. Are you homesick? (laughs) Oh, do you miss 
do you miss home? You don't really have a home because you were an orphan, but like, do you miss it? <laughs> and then she's, and she's kind of telling her that. She goes off. It's like, um, she's like, what's so bad about your life here? New clothes, soft bed, hot food at every meal, the chance to be the Darkling's pet. <laughs> and Alina's like, I'm not his pet. And she's like, but you want to be. <laughs> this is like an old lady reading her for filth. Drag she's her like, your bad hair's dress. a mess. You a hoe. You look dusty. Like, just... <laughs> You know, like RuPaul reading is fundamental. Bagra said, yes, it is. <laughs> she said, you better slay that runway. <laughs> that was it. It's true, though. Um, what is it? Uh, uh, sachet away. Shantae, yes. you stay. <laughs> yeah, Bagra's like, Mm-mm. that's literally. <laughs> she is the RuPaul slash Heidi Klum of Great <laughs> Shippers. Either you're in or you're out. <laughs> And right now, you're out. You're out. <laughs> There's also a little bit of, um, what's this freaking Gordon Ramsay in there? She's can, like, you're an idiot I sandwich. Can, I can see, you're out. I can see her being like, what are you? An idiot sandwich. Bagra is. Sashay away. <laughs> you're an idiot sandwich. You're out. Sashay away. That is Bagra, what she's telling Alina. Um, so, <laughs> it is though. Uh, Bagra's like joking about Alina. She's like, eh, boohoo you. Um, and Alina, like, essentially kind of, she's kind she yells back at her and she's like, I'm sick of the food. I'm sick of my captain. I'm sick of Botkin and I'm sick of you. And Bagra's like, that's not it. Um, are you homesick? Um, again, All you shouldn't be. Um, and Alina kind of, her she blushes um and she's not gonna bring up mal um because she asked her about mal right yeah Yeah. she's like i'm not gonna bring him up because she remember she's trying to literally forget him but bagger is like i think i know why you're really upset yeah um and so um instead of like responding alina stands up and um is saying like this is a waste of time uh, and Bagger is telling her that she's trying too hard to be something that she isn't. Mm-hmm. And asks what she's waiting for. Um, what are you waiting for? <laughs> or, no, she asks she's what's, like, what's out what's, there for you. Yeah, what's, what is Alina waiting for outside? And Alina's like, nobody and nothing is waiting for me. She, re- and then Alina says like, that. <gasps> she's like, oh my gosh, like, that's it's true, it's true. I, I have nothing and then she remembers what happened with the grisha examiners mm-hmm. so remember she was like oh my gosh i was never tested i was never tested why didn't they know that i was a grisha but then in this moment she remembers um and she remembers mal calling for her as a woman in red an amplifier herself gripped alina's wrist um and then she felt kind of that calling that she feels with a darkling, but she also knew that if she gave in to that call, that she would never see Mal again. So she pushed mm-hmm. it down um, and didn't respond. And she's kind of like realizing that in Karams and Mal had made her life worth living for. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, But she's been using all her energy to kind of keep that secret buried away. Like even from herself. Mm-hmm. Because she, she literally pushed it away so she wouldn't remember and so she's kind of everything that she has done up to this point has been for mal she's mm-hmm. like wanted to protect him on the ship she pushed her powers down so she could stay in caramson with him mm-hmm. but she just realized she's like he left me like 
he is not even reading my letters probably he was mad the last time i saw him Mm -hmm. she um he's like she's he's left me Mm -hmm. and she's like bagger's right like i i kind of wanted to go home and go with mal and grow old in the meadow Mm. um but he's moved on like i built this up in my head and it's it's not real and i need to stop kind of um pushing this power down pushing this call down and so she just kind of like this weight releases um and uh a literal almost weight releases from her and her emotions and then light pours out of her and mm-hmm. it's it's her power being released because she's pushed it down for so long and she's finally let that weight from home kind of go yeah and she has this new power and she's like this feels great like i can do this she's now. like finally faced herself mm-hmm. which super big bummer that she's like oh my gosh mal hates me um <laughs> but she's finding herself so we could have gotten there probably a different way yes um but pros and cons pros and cons um, yes. And that is the end of chapter 12. <laughs> yes, which is where our quote from today came from. Um, so now she's like, I got this. She's like, I can do it. I can do all things. Um, <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I was going to be like, it's biblical. <laughs> you can go. tell me what to a Baptist school. I was going to say, tell me you went to a Christian school without, without telling, telling me you went, went to a Christian school. school. It's like when the scales fell from Paul's eyes. Like he can see the world is different. Jesus loves me this time. <laughs> There's a million souls I haven't seen. <laughs> Just you. So that afternoon that Alina kind of realizes the potential with her powers and what she can do by herself without an amplifier, she joins the uh, um, other Ethereal-key and summons light for them. And she's kind of like, oh my gosh, yeah. look what I can do. And they're kind of like, whoa, look what you can Literally do. Literally showing her friends, like, look what I got. Yeah. And they like, are finally going to take her seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Alina kind of feels like suddenly life is better. She's like sleeping. She has an appetite. Um, and so we do kind of realize, come to realize that um, as Grisha use their powers, they become healthier. Yeah. Um, so Alina kind of describes like growing up, she was she literally made herself chronically ill yeah by not using her abilities Mm -hmm. um so not super great so she's feeling better um her lessons with bagra aren't like great but she's making progress um and bagra kind of encourages alina to realize that her power is a part of her it's like her heart um and it's not just gonna like refuse to work so um alina's kind of like do you want me to like is do you have like a hidden meaning is this like like an analogy are you is it a riddle um (laughs) (laughs) um but she's like okay i'll like i'll take that to heart i guess Mm -hmm. um she starts to enjoy her lessons um with bakken and she is improving um, especially since she is using those gloves that the fabricator David made um, mm-hmm. that had mirrors in it so she can kind of blind her opponents. Um, so she's getting better um, at combat. Uh, let me see. Why did I keep losing my place? Um, she feels more comfortable in the group that she's in with the other summoners, um, but she still prefers to spend time with Jenya mm-hmm. um, because she was kind of her first friend and like the only person who's 
essentially not wanting to be friends with her because of her powers, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Um, and Jenya tells Alina about the Winter Fate, um, or like a big festival that's coming up that Augrisha should attend, and the royal family attend, as well mm-hmm. as, ooh, that sounded Midwestern, as well. Um, <laughs> as well as many nobles. Our second and, accent of the episode. Oh my gosh. I, um, as many nobles and military heroes. Here's the thing. When I hear someone, <laughs> we're going back to accents really quick. When I hear someone speak in a certain accent, mm-hmm. I mimic them. It's an empathy thing. Yeah. It's not like a conscious thing. Yeah. I don't mean to do it. I just... No, it's totally normal. It's like a social human thing. But as we have discovered, my accents are not great. So I listen to audiobooks, like a 10-book series, all of them narrated by David Tennant using his, mm-hmm. like, native Scottish accent. And I did that over the course of, like, a month. Like a Shrek In accent? a summer. Yes. In 32 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and we made it. And, like, truly, I had a hard time not speaking in a Scottish accent that summer because mm-hmm. it was just probably 20 or 30 hours of just scottish accent in my head i mean it could be worse yeah i i love a good scottish accent um accents are fun i just can't do them so um we're getting there yeah not really closer and closer every episode (laughs) really it's getting worse i think (laughs) i think so i don't think so um so they're talking about the fate and then uh jenya is like oh there are two princes um, Princess Neil before you. Um, That's what I said. Mom. And that one of them might be illegitimate. <gasps> um, oh, one of our favorite characters. <laughs> 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 Who um, could it be? So that there are two princes and that one might be illegitimate. And I am just bringing this up because um, the princes are in later books. Um, mm-hmm. And they are Vasily and Nikolai. Nikolai, who's called Sobachka. Yes, I little puppy, um, and we love Nikolai, but he doesn't come until later. So they kind of talk about that, and then Alina assures Jenya, she's like, David, David will come around soon. Like he'll notice you, which is like really sweet. That is sweet Mm -hmm. because you kind of get the sense that like Jenya hasn't been able to share her crush on David with anybody because nobody talks to her. Yeah, so. It's sweet that, like, she, that she, one, confided in Alina, and that, two, Alina remembered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one afternoon, while the other Grisha are, like, away, because Alina can't go with them, because worries about assassination, assassination attempts, um, isolation, um, Jenya convinces Alina to sneak over to the Grand Palace to try on the Queen's clothes, and they spent hours playing dress-up, mm-hmm. um, and, like, Alina's never really done that, um... But in looking in the mirror, Alina's, like, shocked by her reflection. Like, she she considers herself to be pretty, which is the first time mm-hmm. she's ever done that. And she looks healthy, which she also doesn't think she has ever really looked. Um, so we love to see her coming into her own. Um, then she loses track of time and is late for her lesson with Bagra mm-hmm. um, later that evening. And Bagra is, like, she seems pretty upset, um... But with some coaching, um, Alina spreads a beam of light all the way across the lake. Um, and Barrow yells at her, um, so much so that, like, Alina's kind of scared and she loses her focus, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of drops the light. And the Darkling just kind of appears, um, as he does. As Um, he's wont to do. Yes. And he's like, it's not enough! It's not enough! Um. (laughs) More! (laughs) More cowbell. (laughs) 
gotta have more cowbell. <laughs> he jumps out of the shadows and goes, I have a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Will Ferrell's my favorite part of that skit because he just looks so dead and he's like, boom, boom. <laughs> but now I'm imagining Ben Barnes coming out of the woods and more cowbell. <laughs> it needs more cowbell. Basically, um, though, and so that that's what's happening, um, <laughs> and uh, Bagra argues that like Alina would do just fine with any amplifier, but now mm-hmm. the Darkling's like, no, it has to be His the stag. Is like set on the stag. It has to be the stag, um, and Alina's like, I can work harder. Like I can, I can do better. Mm-hmm. Which she's literally doing her best, and then the Darkling's like, all of Rabka is at stake. She's like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, this is the first I'm hearing. I didn't this. realize. Um, literally, that's the whole reason she's doing this. She's literally yes. doing her best, but the Darkling's like, oh, Ravka is at stake. Um, when like two mm-hmm. chapters ago, he's like, we're gonna change the world. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, and then Alina, well, with the, with his comments, Alina's kind of like, I'm useless without the stag yeah um and then Bagra's like everyone's gonna suffer because of the darkling's pride like she's like this you're telling her that this is the only way she can do it like you're yeah what you believe is what the other grisha will believe and your pride is gonna cause everyone to suffer um and she goes back to her hut and then the same thing she's she's telling the darkling like you must reconsider and he's like i must you don't give me orders anymore old woman and Alina's like, like what do you mean anymore <laughs> Alina's like na, 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 na. she's just, just cross-eyed like, not even paying attention twiddling her thumb she's like what what did he say I don't huh, what <laughs> she's like I'm trying so hard <laughs> yeah um and so Bagra goes back to her hut mm-hmm. um Alina does not question what the darkling says to Bagra Mm-mm. she's dealing with her own like to be fair that is true that's true um and then the darkling and Alina head for the little palace um, and he tells her, he's like, the herd is in Fierda. Um, remember at the beginning of the book when the, the Ruskella? Yeah. That's good. Thank you, you got that completely down. I can only roll my R's. Um. It's good so though. The, the Ruskella, um, attacked the carriage. I don't even know if it's supposed to be like a rolled R. Druskella. It is now. Druskella. It sounds right. Druskella. Whatever. Um, so the, um, the Ruskella are Fierdans, um, who essentially hunt um grisha um so he tells her that the herd with the stag is in fear though which is dangerous because it's enemy territory and then he's like you're not useless and alina's like no i am um i'm only good for midnight picnics without morozova stag um so he's like comforting her again after he's the one who made her feel bad yeah so and i got a whole complex with that i don't mess with that Mm-mm. um so she's, she tells him, she's like, I'm grateful for everything, but I feel like I haven't earned anything. Like, I've been working. I'm not where I need to be. Like, the entire future of the country is on my shoulders, and I've, I haven't earned it. And the Darkling's like, Bagra might be right. Um, maybe, like, oh, wow, that's weird. And Alina's like, why have you let Bagra, like, why, why, is she, why, why do you let her bother you so much? Yeah. Um, and, uh, he's like, does he say it? He says, I don't know. 
<laughs> That's literally what he said. Like, he's acting so much like my high school ex-boyfriend in this part. It's ridiculous. Ooh, red flag. It's yucky. Which, it should be noted that Lee Bardugo um, portrayed the Darkling as, like, modeled him after her ex abusive mm-hmm. ex-boyfriend. So, like, he's not supposed to be liked. No. Um, so, red flags warranted. And ruined his fall. Yeah. Um, but Bagger's essentially the only person who isn't frightened or trying to impress him all the time. And then Alina asks him, like, what is her power? And the Darkling's like, no one's old enough to remember. I think she was a tide maker. Hmm. Spoiler alert, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, what tide maker would want to be in a hot room all the time? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, like a sauna. Like I, a sauna. I guess. I mean, technically, she could, like, make the moisture in the air warm. But she's not a tide maker. But she's not. T- what is that? <laughs> It's another TikTok audio. It's like, what is it? This hot, funky room I'm in. I can't remember like what this the beginning of the audio. It's I like have no idea. It's so funny though, because at the end it's like, is that the Grim Reaper? I gotta find one. It's really, really <laughs> funny. I think you'd like it. Great, send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find one with that audio. Um, and so they just kind of move on, and then the Darkling's like, would you think I'm crazy if I think, if I said that like. I believe that we can find the stag. And Alina's like, why do you care what I think? Big Hans in Frozen energy. Yes. And then he kisses her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, Ivan comes along and they, like, obviously, like, break up the kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, we have to go meet with the apparat. And so the Darkling leaves and Alina's just, like, standing there by herself, like, what just happened? happened Mm -hmm. like what in the world so she's going through all these emotions um she's like the darkling's mad at me no he he isn't mad at me he has hope in me i trust him he trusts me um he just kissed me what does that mean Mm -hmm. um and so she's like i don't really know what to do so she goes and spends some time with her summoner friends um and ends up back in her room and while she's like lying in bed she um it casts a glow of light on the ceiling, but then she thinks of the Darkling's kiss and, like, loses her concentration, so the light dims out. Yes. So. Ugh. Anything to add with Chapter 13? No, not really. Just so, that it's so... I don't think I realized on my first read-through, my first watch, how very similar that was to circumstances I have personally lived through, and it's icky. Because my high school ex-boyfriend was literally emotionally cheating on me with somebody else and that made him feel bad because he still had a conscience at that point and so whenever he would feel bad he would text me and say i'm an awful person i feel so bad not why and i was a good girlfriend so i was like you're not a bad person you're a good person so literally when he was feeling bad about what he was actively doing to me he would come to me to put his self-esteem back up it was icky. If y'all could see my face right now. Ugh. And I just, I don't think I realized that the first time I read it and the first time I watched the show. But Lee like, Bardugo really just like, in hindsight, I was like, mm, yuck. Um, so in the show with this chapter, um, it doesn't really happen that way. Um, in, oh, we didn't really talk about the show for the last chapter either. So I think it's all like. It's very similar that Alina is like, Mal never cared about me. And then she um, has 
in the show, she has um, Jenya remove the scar yeah. on her hand that she has matching with Mal. But she is able to use her powers when she kind of... Gets over that mental block. Yeah. And kind of pushes down, like... Let's him go. Yes. There you go. That's the words. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's Mal go. Um, and then I think this, like, the conversation with the Darkling in this last chapter doesn't really happen in the show. But in the Mm-mm. show, they go on a horseback ride. Okay, um, that's where that part mm-hmm. is. And then the Darkling reveals his real name, which in the books happens way so later. So late. Like, to the point, I don't even want to talk about his real name until we get there in yeah, the book. Yeah, we're not going to talk about but it. But it's just whack. Literally, mm-hmm. it's in... Is it in the last It's like the last trilogy? chapter. It's the last... It's like one in one yes. of the last chapters in the last book in the trilogy. Yeah. So for them to have it in the beginning... It's I think this- I huge thing and then in the show he's very casual like you can call me whatever yeah but that's also when he's like we're coming to change the world (laughs) whatever um (laughs) he doesn't mention it for worse (laughs) (laughs) i wish you well in In hell hell. (laughs) burn in hell i love that audio i know (laughs) i send it to you every time i see it on tiktok It's, it's a good one it's an instant winner um but still in the show, Alina and the Darkling, like, he he pulls her in. But he doesn't kiss her at this point in the in the show. Yeah. Um, which is also kind of interesting. But they don't really talk about her powers as much. Um, yeah. Like, the journey with her powers as much in the show. It's kind of like, once she has them, she has them. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. So. Um, on to chapter 14. Woo-hoo. Um, And everyone's talking about the upcoming fate or festival. Um, and the Grisha summoners are supposed to put on a demonstration, and that is including Alina. Mm-hmm. Um, so she thinks it's kind of ridiculous to have this festival and that they have to put on a demonstration because she's like, I'm working to destroy the fold, like to save this country. And this Ravka, the country yes. that they're in, has been at war for a century. Like, why are we having this party? Like, this is frivolous. Mm-hmm. But she's still excited because she hasn't experienced it. Um, she's feeling herself like yeah. for the first time ever. She's like, I, I have a right to be confident with myself and like good for her. But then Bagra starts accusing her of dreaming of her dark prince. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Um, Yuck. whenever she loses focus, um, and Alina's kind of like, uh, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's like, she's not wrong, but she also doesn't like getting called out on it. Yeah. So, um, but Alina doesn't tell anyone that the Darkling kissed her, and she kind of tells herself that, like, oh, he's kissed a lot of girls, mm-hmm. which, you know, um, we'll find out later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then she's, like, she has, she has this, like, boost of confidence, but then she starts to feel worse and worse about herself. She's, like, I'm not strong enough to destroy the fold. And the Afrat is, like, everywhere she goes. She's, like, trying to avoid him. But he's, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, he's basically stalking her. Like, ick. Icky, icky, icky. Just gross. Um, the best way I can describe it is ick. It like, is. Like, tr- <laughs> like, the embodiment of ick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's excited about the fate. And then Jenny comes in with her new Kefta um, and offers to get Alina ready. And the Kefta's black right mm-hmm. so she finally was like you know what i will take the black kefta. Gave in. um and so it's showing that she's trusting the darkling more and that she's more on like 
likely to believe <laughs> and that him. she's moron. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that she's a moron. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> um, so Jenya is like getting her ready. Um, and, uh, while they're getting ready, Alina's like, has the Darkling arrived? Cause he's been away. And mm-hmm. Jenny's like, he arrived yesterday, and, but, you know, he's probably busy. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, a little silence, and then Jenny's like, um, you know, we all feel the Darkling's pull. Like, he's not like other Grisha. We all kind of feel that. Um, mm-hmm. But um, Jenny warns her to, like, be... Where do I have that written down? Like, be wary. Yeah. She's like, beware of, of powerful men. Like, yeah. just... Be careful. Which I, I flagged this point, and I just mm. in my margins wrote Jenya the homie. Yes, because she's looking out for her girl. She's trying with what she can do, and so she, like, puts her in the capta, gets her like is getting her ready, and she's like, mm, um, just like, be careful. Um, she is a homie. Um, and then after she like gets ready, Jenya pulls Alina down the hallway into Zoya's room, and is like. On the Darkling's orders, Alina needs to use this room. And Zoya sees Alina in her black kefta and is like, oh my gosh. Shooketh. Um, is the best way to describe it. It it really is. Um, and so she, like, essentially, like, the blood rushes from her face and she's like, oh my gosh. And she just, like, leaves the room. And then Jenya tells Alina, she's like, I only brought you in here to see the look on, on her face. Like, you don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't She was it. like, that wasn't strictly necessary. It was yeah. just for fun. <laughs> um, but they do use some of uh, Zoya's makeup, which, like, eh, good for her. Okay. And I wrote down <laughs> Mia Thermopolis moment. <laughs> like, in, um, oh my gosh. I'm forgetting. The Princess Diaries? Yes. I was like, it's not the Princess Bride. Yes. <laughs> Where it's we took this and this and give you a, a princess. princess. <laughs> like, th- this is Alina's moment. Yes. Like that. Um, I'm sorry. This is when Jenya tells her to be wary of powerful men, not when she's getting her capta on. But still, she's warning her. Um, and then Alina, like, doesn't really want to acknowledge that. Um, so she asks Jenya, she's like, what happened with the king? Which, like, that's not... That's that was not a low cool. blow. That was a low blow. Um, just because you don't want to acknowledge, like, your own issues, like, don't bring that up. Um, mm-hmm. But Jenya tells her that the king, quote-unquote, like, has his way with a lot of servants. And she at least got jewelry out of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's... It's very clear that she's making light of the situation, but she's very yeah. distraught by it. Because Alina's he, like, you don't mean that. And she says, mm-hmm. and she says, no, I don't. Yeah. So... Um, it's clear that he is abusing her, um, and assaulting her, and she doesn't have a choice in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, the worst part is that, like, everyone knows. Like, everyone knows what he's doing, and no one's doing anything. Um, and Alina hugs Jenny and is like, the Darkling mm-hmm. should have protected her. Mm-hmm. And Jenny's like, he did. Um, but, you know, he's, he has to follow what the king says. For now. For now. Um. And then Alina's like, for now? Like, what do you mean for now? And she's like, oh, don't worry about it. You just look so pretty. Have a great (laughs) night. Deflect, deflect. Yes. (laughs) Um, So Jenya's, like, trying to enlighten Alina on kind of what is happening. And Alina's like, eh, huh? What? (laughs) I can't, I can't see. I can't hear. I can't read. I'm just shiny. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I just glow. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And so after they have their their little talk, um, 
They walk with the other Grisha to the Grand Palace, um, and Alina notices that Heartrenders are, like, surrounding the group and realizes that they're protecting her. Um, so she's like, oh, I guess I kind of am important. Um, <laughs> so in the courtyard, there are troops of actors that are performing for the guests, and there's, like, a whole thing going on. Um, and in the show... Oh, in the show, <laughs> which I love. Well, we should say, in the show... First, with the mm-hmm. kefta, she does wear the black kefta with the gold, and mm-hmm. Jenya does warn her to be careful for of powerful men. Mm-hmm. But Alina's like, huh, it's fine. <laughs> I'm the prettiest girl at the party. <laughs> um, and in the show, David comes in to the room, and it's um, very clear that Jenya's in love with him, and Alina kind of like makes jokes about that, mm-hmm. instead of bringing up the king at that point. Yeah. Um, but in the show, at the fate, um, the performers are some of the characters in the next Lee Bardugo trilogy, Six of Crows, um, that include... It's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Um, so in the show, three of the crows, Kaz, um, Inej, and Jesper, are um, at the palace, which we love. Love that for them. Um, and for us. And Because we us. get to watch it. Yes. So they're performers <laughs> um, in the show. Um, and this is really where the show and book start like to differ. very much diverge. Yeah. Um, because in the book, um, the crows and the characters from Shadow and Bone don't really cross over. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the show they do. Which I was really excited to see. I, I loved that they did that. Yeah. Um, and that Inej got to see Alina with her powers. Which we'll get to Yes. Later. We'll mm-hmm. get to that. Um, so good. So they are um, walking over, they have the troops, um, and a servant arrives with a note for Jenya, and the queen um, is going to attend the ball and needs Jenya to fix her up. So Jenya has to go, which, like, she's literally at the queen's beck and call. Yeah, she has no choice. Yeah. Um, Inside, Alina is walking with Maria Nadia, and she meets noblemen and military officers, and she recognizes... Um, Duke Karamsov, who is the Duke um, in Karamzin, who kind of ran mm-hmm. the orphanage. And she greets him, but he doesn't recognize her. So she's like, I'm still just a forgettable orphan. Yeah. Um, He's like, hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and it's clear there's just zero recognition there, like, at all. It's like when we see someone who we don't know if we've met or not it's like oh mm-hmm. it's good to see you yes that is my it's mm-hmm. so nice to see you yeah not, that's good to see you again safe. not it's good to meet you it's good to see you because it could go either way either way very pro safe. tip y'all um <laughs> <laughs> um so she's like i'm just an orphan and she's kind of finally admits to herself after she said for the first time since she's used her powers um that she does miss mal mm-hmm. um and then uh Jenya comes back um, and tells Alina that it's time for her to get ready for the demonstration. Um, and so with the demonstration, the Inferni, 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 I think we've talked either about this. or, yeah. Um, who are the people who can summon flame? They are like throwing um, fire around, and squallers and tide makers are making waves and like glitter, glittering air mm-hmm. type things. And then the Darkling comes up behind Alina because he appears out of nowhere. He and the, and the Apparat do that, except they, it's yes. a lot less creepy when the Darkling does it, I think. I agree. It's still, like... Not great. Not great vibes, mm-hmm. but far less bad, outwardly sinister yeah. Yeah. than the Apparat. Um, and then the orchestra starts playing, um, and 
Ivan appears, whispers something to the Darkling, which we don't know what it is. Um, but obviously the Darkling's like happy about it. And then the Darkling and Alina take the stage once again. The Darkling mm-hmm. claps his hands. Clap. <laughs> Activates the palaces, clap on, clap off lights. <laughs> He's clap on and Alina's clap off. Or sorry, reverse that. He's clap off, Alina's clap on. <laughs> they just can you see them on stage? switch and just be like, you're not special <laughs> <laughs> i can do this that's a good one that's so funny <laughs> problem solved um so he of course makes the room dark with his shadows spooky so shadow scary. Man. um oh it's the the tiana the shadow man what is it <laughs> what's the line um i don't know we'll mention it at some point yeah um and then alina summons a beam of light and then yeah. directs it toward the mirror that david had like rigged for her and mm-hmm. so light Fills the room. Like, bounces. And, um, and she creates a circle of light around herself and the Darkling, of course. And then she claps her hands. Oh. <laughs> Lights on. <laughs> and the room floods with light so bright that, like, people are, like, kind of blinded by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Darkling tells her he's, like, or um, n- tells the people that, like, things will change. Does he tell her or the people? I don't, I think he tells her. Yeah. Um, he's like, people will know that things are about to change. Yeah. Um, and Alina's like, I don't think that's true. I'm like, not really strong enough yet. Like, I literally have to use lights just to like, or mirrors to like, light this whole room. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the Darkling's like, he like smiles at her. He's like, I'm not done with you yet. Which. <laughs> 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 but, okay. It gets worse. It gets a lot worse. Within, like, a page, it gets Then he, like, grabs her and pulls her through the crowd, which, like, Mm -hmm. after this big thing, people kind of want to talk to her, but she's, like, nervous about it. Um, She's like, people think that I can save them, and I can't. I just do tricks. But the Darkling's, like, still dragging her along. And then Uh he pulls her into the queen's sitting room and starts to kiss her. Just apropos of nothing. Just... Which is very important to know. In the show, um, Alina doesn't use the mirrors and just has the power of light, whatever. And they mm-hmm. go back to the Darkling's room, um, his <gasps> map room yes. thing. Yes, um, And he kisses her and he's like, are you sure? Because like, it's very clear that that table is about to be used for something other than chart and map. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, you sure you want to do this? And she's like, yeah, uh-huh. which she's is gung-ho. great. We love consent, yes. even from the Darkling. Yeah, um, and I think that's something that I allegedly that mm-hmm. Ben Barnes wanted to put in. Yeah, that I feels be right, incorrect. especially given the age difference between him mm-hmm. and the actress. Mm-hmm. Like, I could definitely see that. Um, and also the age difference between Alina and the Darkling—that's more Whoa. important. Whoa. <laughs> um, we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> but in the show, he does ask for consent, whereas. In the book, he just starts kissing her, mm-hmm. and then Alina's like, "Do you want this?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." And Alina can tell, um, like he's that, pissed at himself. Yeah, that he's mad that he wants it, that he mm-hmm. wants to kiss her. Um, and then he's still kissing her, and is like, "I haven't brought news about um, that 
some guys found Morozova's herd. Um, I feel like that might kill the mood, but that's... <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just me. Hot and heavy. Um, Let's talk about some deer, baby. Yeah. Well, that's kind of why he's upset. He's yeah. like, they brought news that they found the herd and I should be meeting with them, but I'm not. Am um, I? God. Literally blaming her for him... His attraction to her. Victim blaming. Like, the master of the gaslight. Oh my gosh. Um, and then he tells her, he's like, the problem with wanting is that it makes people weak. Because um, he's like, you're pulling me away from my work. <laughs> I'm not strong. Even though he literally drug her through the crowd like a freaking Neanderthal. Mm-hmm. I and, think Neanderthals yeah. actually had better manners. Probably. But. Um, they continue. Um, a little bit, and then people, like, slam into the door, and so he, like, pulls away, um, and he's like, oh, I gotta go. Like, gotta blast. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Not Jimmy Neutron. go um <laughs> and alina's like huh. kind of embarrassed she's like what? what um and so she's embarrassed and then the darkling is like can i come to your room later but then alina is like doesn't answer quick enough and he's mm-hmm. like ah, okay i like i won't um and then he leaves her alone yeah um and then a few minutes later alina leaves and goes back to the party so, real quick to note, in the show, mm-hmm. um, again, he asks for consent, and then Ivan comes and gets him, and he leaves. Um, mm-hmm. Which, in the show, we'll find out. We'll find out a little bit more. We'll find out where the Darkling goes in the book, but we get more information in the show. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, she goes back to the party, still trying to avoid the apparat, who tries to grab her, Ugh. and, like, tells her, he's like, things are moving too quickly. She's um, like, you're telling me, home slice. Yeah, she's like, you literally don't know what just happened. I just went to second base in a map room. <laughs> well, in the book, and it's Queen's in drawing the Queen's room. drawing room, which that doesn't make it any better. No. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That's for them to to hash out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, so she's like kind of freaked out, so she leaves the party, and she's like wondering, well what is it, what's going to happen, like, if the Darkling does come to my room tonight? Like, he's probably not in love with me, um, but it is nice to be wanted. Because she mm-hmm. hasn't really, she realizes she's like, I've never been wanted in my life. Yeah. Um, and she even says, like, this. these aren't her first kisses. Like, she said mm-hmm. that she's been kissed before, but it's never been like this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, kind of that pole thing as well has, has Yes, there's this whole... Like, psychological thing where he's just touching him is addictive because it makes you feel strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to make a comment, but never mind. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> what? <laughs> it's true. Like, we need, like, an acoustic version of Britney Spears' toxic, like, in season two, if Alina... Can you imagine? Alina and the Darkling are having a conversation, and then Britney Spears just pops up. Because you know that you're toxic. <laughs> that would be incredible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's like laugh number ten. It's fine. That's cool. Um, 
But anyway, she's like, uh, he's probably not in love with me. Like, what's going to happen? And she's like, focus on the stag. Focus, like, we have to find it. But she can literally mm-hmm. only focus on the Darklands kiss. Um, and then she enters the little palace. Um, and she sees the Darklings' doors open. And she hides, not wanting to see the Darkling because she's, like, embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But then soldiers come out, and one of them is Mal. And she's <gasps> like, oh, my God. Like, what? bro, where have you been? And so she races to him. Like, she runs up to him. And, like, hugs him, um, and he tells the soldiers to just keep going. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls Alina's arms off of him um, and says that he came to report to Alina's master um, because he's the one who's tracking Morozova's stag. Yep. And she's like, what? Um, and she, like, she's not happy anymore. She's like, what the heck? And Mal is very clearly angry at what's mm-hmm. happening. And then they argue about Alina's letters. Uh, she's like, I wrote you every day for this. <laughs> um, it's true, she, she wrote him for weeks, and Mal's like, I never got them. She's like, I don't really believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she says that he seems, like, different. Um, yeah. And that there's a new scar on his jaw, um, which later she's like, Jenny can fix that. And he's like, I don't know. No, 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 no. Because it's kind of clear to him that her life there is different. Mm-hmm. Um, and she asks him, she's like, please stay longer. Like, please, like, I've missed you. And he's like, no. He's like, I saw your demonstration. He's like, you left yeah. and no one knew what happened to you. Like, we didn't know if you were being tortured. Like, we didn't know where you were, if you were even alive. And he's like, now you're here and you're you're living the life of luxury Mm -hmm. um and he's upset at her and she's like what happened to you and like puts her hand on his face and traces that scar she's like jen you can fix it he's like i'm fine um and then mal asks if if she's happy there with the Mm -hmm. darkling um and low blow but he's like it's clear that the darkling owns owns her which like whoo um, yeah. And he sees that her kefta has, like, the Darkling symbol on it. And Alina's like, no, 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 it's not like that. Like, mm-hmm. no. Which it literally kind of is because they just were, you know, having a moment. Yeah. Um, but um, she's, like, Mal can see right into your mind. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, he knows what she's thinking. Um, but then she's like, what right does he have to judge? Like, mm-hmm. he literally has kind of cast her aside and like has done whatever with so many different women. She's like, you can't judge me. Um, and then Mal again kind of tells her that the Darkling owns her. Um, then Alina's like, the Darkling owns all of them, even Mal. Yeah. And then Mal is like, "Mm." not me, not ever, (laughs) not me. Um, and then, then he walks away and Alina for the first time doesn't run after him. Mm -hmm. Um, so you get that, feeling of like oh he has realized that she can live without him Mm -hmm. that she's had to live without him well yeah he has realized that not only that she can't he's realized that she can live without him Mm -hmm. and she's realized that she can live without him yeah um so it's not that like kind of they weren't codependent but they're the only thing that they each other has known yeah and he I think has always kind of seen her as, like, helpless. Yeah. But seeing her there, he's like, oh. And she's clearly not anymore. Mm-hmm. But, again, he, he hasn't gotten her letters. 
No. Um, so she's like, I've been writing to you. Like, I've been trying to get you here. He's like, I never got anything. So he thinks that she's lying and she thinks mm-hmm. that he's lying. And it's this whole power dynamic because clearly, like, he's jealous of the Darkling and their yes. relationship because he's kind of been, like, the only guy that Alina could ever, like, yeah. trust or lean on. And clearly now it's all in the Darkling. So it's not super great. And this is another piece where the show diverges from the book quite mm-hmm. a bit is that I like Show Mal. Mm-hmm. We love Show, show Mal. Show Mal is a gentleman. Like, yes. But in the show, we get his side of it. Yes, things. we get the context of, like, mm-hmm. where he got that scar, why he looks so bad, like, what's been happening. Yeah. In in the show, I will because we haven't really mentioned what he's doing, so mm-hmm. once Alina kind of left the palace, he does everything he can to get back to her and volunteers yeah. for missions to, like, trace, to track the stag. Because he knows that it's for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the show, when he gets to the palace and goes to the Darkling's, like, meeting room, mm-hmm. um, he's like, oh, I know where the stag is. And the Darkling is like, show me. He's like, it's in this area. And he's like, no, exactly where. He's like, um, not until I see Alina. Mm-hmm. And the Darkling's like, how do I know that you really know her? Like, so many people say that they do. Yeah. Um, but, like, he when he introduces himself as um, Malian or Retsev, uh, the Darkling's like, nah. It's like, obviously he knows who yeah. he is. Like, don't play. Um, but then the Darkling's like, prove that you know her. Like, tell me something no one else would know about her. And Mal's like, what? Oh, and he's like, oh what's gosh. her favorite flower? He's like, immediately, oh my gosh. blue orchids. Yes. And the Darkling's like, hmm, okay, I'll like, bring her to you. Lies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Darkling pull, pulls Has flowers out the of the nerve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, little magician that he is. <laughs> Pulls some blue orchids. <laughs> pulls whips them out. His his powers do not only um, have to deal with shadows; they also have to deal with flowers um, <laughs> and trickery. <laughs> Can pull a rabbit out of his hat, um, but he pulls out flowers and gives them to Alina, and she's kind of like, "Oh, how did you know? Oh my, God, my favorite." Yeah, <laughs> like, um, and girl. in in the show, Alina doesn't see Mal. Um, mm-hmm. In the show, Mal sees the decoy Alina that they set mm-hmm. up in case of, of an assassination, of assassination attempt. Um, but there's still, like, that divide between them. So, in the book, we don't see what Mal has done for Alina. Um, but in the show, we, we do. So, mm-hmm. we love show Mal. Show Mal is great. Mm-hmm. And there have been arguments that, like we talked about in the first episode, that Alina's an um, unreliable narrator... And that because we don't get to see Mal's side of things in the book, that Book Mal is the same as Show Mal. We're just seeing him with like without Alina's lens. I don't know if I buy that 100%. Um, just because I don't know that I do. I come around That's on fair. Book Mal eventually, kind of. It takes a little bit. It takes pro- like almost till the very end for me. I still think but Show Mal is better than Show Book Mal's Mal. Show Mal is elite. But, you know. Show Mal can't be beat. They're going through it. They're all going they through are, it. They are. They're... All they're young adults. Like, yes, they're children. Yeah. Their prefrontal cortexes are not developed. Mm-hmm. So. Whereas the Darklings has developed like seven times at this point. How old are you? 17. How, How long, long have you been? been 17. A, a while. while. <laughs> he says it like he's about to throw up. A while. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, this podcast is just how many... How many quotes references do <laughs> we get in? <laughs> Cram into a podcast. So that's kind of the difference between chapter 14 and the show so on to chapter 15 alina goes back to her room and she's crying um and she rubs a scar on her palm and she's like come back 
Um, but she knows that he won't because he can't hear her and she whispered. Because <laughs> he's uh, not there. <laughs> yeah, because he's not there. Um, but then later, Alina is knocking, or someone, Alina realizes that someone is knocking on her door. Um, mm-hmm. And she opens it and she thinks it's going to be the Darkling. She's like, oh, he, he did come. Oh my gosh. But it's Bagra. I'm not going to get some. And then it's an old lady. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, like puts her kefta over one shoulder, like, Oh, I'm coming. And it's Bagra like, bitch, we got to go. <laughs> That's, I Talk can't imagine. A buzzkill. Um, and so Bagra's at her door and Bagra's like scared and she's like, Alina, like come with me. And so Alina's like, what's going on? And so she pulls Alina um, into kind of like uh, the servant staircase mm-hmm. um, and then into an empty room. And she's telling Alina to change. Um, she, like, has clothes for her and tells her that she has to leave tonight or she's going to be enslaved. And mm-hmm. Alina's like, what the what? heck is going on? Like, what is happening? And Bagra's like, yo, the Darkling wants to use the stag um, so he can use the fold as a weapon mm-hmm. and expand it, not get rid of it. Um, and she's like, he's going to push the fold into Fierda and into Shuhan territory mm-hmm. um, if people don't, like, submit to his rule. Yeah. And Alina's like, mm. She's like, mm. sure thing. <laughs> Another meme. Sure, Grandma. Yeah. Let's get back to bed. <laughs> yeah. She's like, like um, I think you're lying. Um, she's you're... literally like, oh, you're just a senile old lady. Mm-hmm. And Bagger's like, literally no. Like, the Darkling has no intention of destroying the fold. He never had any intention of destroying the fold. In fact, he created it. <gasps> what? The Darkling is the Black Heretic, which we have hinted at a time lot. and time again in this he's podcast. He's not the descendant of, he's way older than 125. He is, every Darkling throughout history has been the same guy. Mm-hmm. So when Alina's like, he's probably kissed a lot of girls, he's had centuries to do it. Like, for real centuries. Um, So he's a liar. Um, You're a liar and a coward. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so Alina's like, what? She's like, nah. She's like, okay, now I know you're crazy. And she's like, I'm going to go get you a healer. And Bagra's like, oh my gosh, this girl will not believe me. And Mm -hmm. so what does she do? She summons the darkness because... (gasps) She is his mother. Um, what's that new TikTok audio? It's like the the voices like together, and it's like, "Mama, <laughs> we cannot escape. We cannot yeah. get out. <laughs> Mama." It's very applicable to what's happening. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Bagra's like, I mean, I guess the best experience is like she has no time. She like has to reveal it to her. Bagra's not putting up with Alina's shit. She's like, no, you gotta go. Look, I'm his mom. I can, I can also do the shadow thing. You gotta go. And Alina's like, <laughs> she claps the lights off. And Alina's like, oh, you're serious. <laughs> Um, and Alina's like, oh my gosh, like what? Why did he lie? He didn't, he's, he said that he didn't know what your power was. Um, and Bagger's was like, mm-hmm. he's literally faked his death like a whole bunch of times. And he's just been waiting for someone like you. Like mm-hmm. he has been playing you like a fiddle. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Alina's powers, he'll be unstoppable. And she says, 
So the legend goes that like the fold was a mistake because mm-hmm. of the amount like of power, but Bagger's like the fold wasn't a mistake, but the Volcra were. So yes. we find out that the Volcra used to be people. They used to be people. That's freaking crazy. Yeah. Um, who lived on the land where the fold was. Says farmers and their wives and <sighs> their children. Which is like Twisted into these, like, viciously hungry, mindless beasts Mm -hmm. for eternity. Because they don't die. Unless you kill them, they don't naturally die. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Bagger says that the Volcra are the only thing that um, stopped the Darkling from weaponizing the fold. Like, he didn't plan on that. Um, And once Alina subdues them with sunlight... Because he, like, can't go into the fold because the Volker will attack him. Mm-hmm. But once Alina goes into the fold and, like, blinds distra- and slash distracts the Volker with sunlight, the Darkling can go into the fold and expand it. Yeah. Um, and Alina's like, no, 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 no. That can't be right. He told me that he wants to unite Ravka. Mm-hmm. And Bowser's like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true. Yeah. She literally is like, he is ancient. He's had plenty of time to master lying to a lonely, naive girl. She hit her where it hurts. But she told the truth. She read her for Yes. Again. Sashay away Mm -hmm. from the Darkling. He's going to kill you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and she says that if Ravka is reunited... Then the second army and Grisha won't be important anymore, and they'll go back to being the enemy of Ravka. And um, the Dark Queen will just serve the king. But if he controls the fold, he's the one who's in charge because everyone mm-hmm. in the world has to listen to him. Um, and she tells Alina because Alina's like, literally, like, how's he going to do this? I, I'm not going to do that. Like, I am not going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. And Bagger's like girl, the Darkling is going to, um, or she's like, he's gonna force you to help him by killing the stag himself, um, and putting the antlers around your neck and it will bind her to the Darkling forever. Mm -hmm. And like, she'll be powerful, but he's the one who can control the power because he's the one who put it on her and he's the one who killed, um, the stag. Um, and Bagra, is not only angry at this point, but she, like, has pity um, for Alina. And so that's really what convinces her. She's like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, the Darkling lied to her and um, kept her waiting for um, his attention mm-hmm. um, to distract her. So, again, that toxic relationship kind of... Like, oh, we're waiting on you. Oh, you can trust me. Oh, I trust you. Oh, this. Oh, this. Mm-hmm. Oh, this. Oh, this. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, excuse me. Um, Alina's kind of like, oh, my gosh. He knows that all I want is to be wanted. Yeah. Um, and he showed me that attention. She's Bec- literally an orphan. Yeah. That's all she's ever wanted is to belong. And yes. It's also portrayed in the way that she wants the blue kefta and she wants to be like everyone else. Um, She's like, oh my gosh, he knows that that's all I wanted. And that obviously he wouldn't let Grisha not have power. Um, And so she's like, 
bad girl, what do I do? And that is... Mm -hmm. It ends. That's where it ends. Yeah. So, in the show, um, they, you know, after he, like, asks for consent, um, and Mm -hmm. Ivan comes and disrupts them, Alina's still in his room, and she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that happened. (laughs) She is kind of playing it all. And, you know, um, I wish I could remember... Excuse me. Let me look up this actress's name, because I don't want to keep saying the actress and then keep saying Ben Barnes' name. That's not fair. So... Which actress? One moment. Who plays Alina? Um, Jesse Maylee. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think I know their names, Jordan. I got you. Thank you. <laughs> so Jesse's like, I think some of that wasn't acting, <laughs> like in that scene where she's kind of like fawning over herself. So like, oh, did that just happen? Yeah, that's fair. But then, then Bagger comes in from like a like secret, a secret room. panel, and Alina's like, "What are Can you I doing here?" Can I help you? She's <laughs> like, "Ma'am, excuse me." <laughs> And then Bagger tells her, she's like, you gotta come with me. Like, the Darklings, he's he's the black heretic. Yeah. That, and, that goes pretty similar. Like, that mm-hmm. exchange goes pretty similarly. Mm-hmm. And so Alina runs. Um, and in the book, she ends up in the carriage of the crows. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts. It's so good. Because they're low-key trying to kidnap her <laughs> during the fate. And they keep, like, losing track of her. Mm-hmm. And then to get away, she literally packs herself up into their trunk. Yeah. And Jesper sees the whole thing. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, great. <laughs> All right. And then Kazan and Edge catch up with them. They're like, we didn't get her. Where is she? He's like, it's fine, guys. It's fine. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, I'll explain. <laughs> like, he, he just can't believe his good luck. He just watched her, like, climb into Sneak into, into like, literally the trunk they meant to kidnap her with. But my favorite part of the show is when, so Alina's, like, waiting for the Darkling in, in like, his room area, like, his dressing room or mm-hmm. sitting room or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, wait for me right here, because he's called away to where Mal is, uh, where we had that exchange with the Blue Orchids or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, then he comes back in, expecting Alina to be there, and he's like, Alina? Alina? And then he goes to his room. <laughs> room expecting her to be in like waiting for him and i'm like bro (laughs) um but then bagra like finds him Mm -hmm. and she's like where is she which she shouldn't have done no she overplayed her hand there yeah um but right now alina's like questioning everything she's like what do i do um and she is probably about to run yeah Odds um, are good. Yeah. So that is the end of chapter 15. Yeah. Um, and so chapter 6 through 10 in the last episode were kind of that world building, um, what Alina's going through, and um, 11 through 15 really hit the ground running yep. um, with a lot of plot points. So um, And we're just going to keep chugging along. Yeah. And I think the next ones are also going to be really good. So yeah. thank you for joining. As always. Happy Happy Halloween. Bye.